Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Owl, and I'm here with... Hank Owl. Hank Owl, what are we talking about today? Um, well, we didn't really do anything, like, I guess big than these past two weeks and crisis on infinite earth is coming but we haven't caught up on our air over show so we were planning to do a crisis on infinite earth preview but we haven't we haven't watched the latest black lightning flash or arrow and we did not finish the uh, the graphic novel parts of it too which we were hoping to do before the tv version of the same thing I, I so think we have to do that i don't think we have to do that either but i'm going to do that okay. we don't have to do it uh, I think, you know, either either during before it or in the middle of it or toward in the end of it. At some point, though, I want to be able to compare the two and not have too much distance between the two. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It doesn't need to be right. It doesn't need to be read before it totally because it's already it's clearly going to deviate a lot. Yes. Um, so, so what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, a lot of trailers come out like five trailers that seemed interesting came out in the past two weeks we're going to talk about our opinions on those several trailers very which cool one, which one do you want to start with you know why don't we start with uh black widow all right let's you know what they always say do the biggest one first well that's that's uh interesting you think it's the biggest one oh i do <laughs> well, right, start. We'll start with it. It was definitely the best one out of the trailers we watched, in my opinion. Oh, yeah? All right, tell me why. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about what Black Widow is and introduce the trailer? Um, Black Widow is it's about the same movie about Black Widow. That was <laughs> really dumb. It's this nature film. <laughs> it, uh, Of course, it's Natasha Romanoff from the MCU's film. takes place mainly in between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War, but it also have, like, dual timelines. I don't know when the other one will be. Other timelines going to be placed. We don't know that yet. Is this the first MCU movie we will see post-Endgame? Yes. So it is a very big movie. You're right. Yes, it is. Uh, what it's did you like May. about the trailer? They do their big releases in May. Or April, May. Um, it felt... Not really superhero. It felt more action movie similar to the way Captain America Winter Soldier, I think both of our favorite Marvel movies, um, felt in which like it's less superhero, more action hero. Well, yeah, that kind of like espionage. Yeah, like a little spy thriller kind of thing. Yeah. So I like what what I can glean from the trailer is that with these dual timelines, you know, uh, Natasha Romanoff says, "I'm I'm done running from my past." So I think we're going to see a lot of what happened in her past, but that's also going to be affecting the current adventure she's having now. And who do we get to meet in the trailer, even? We meet her, like, new family. We have Red Guardian, who's uh, played by, I can't remember his name, but the guy who played Jim Hopper. Her, is this a new family? Why is it a new family? It seemed like an old family to me. It seemed like just her family. Well, it, it is, like, her family, but not related family, of course. Why, of course? Because it's been, like, thoroughly said in the MCU that she doesn't know who her parents are. She doesn't know who her family is. Those are her sisters from the Red Room, from her time training as a spy. 
Okay, and so and who is David Harbour? Because he looks like he plays her dad, and it looks like the other person's her sister, but so it's not. He's just... No, it's sister-like. Like we non-sibling. really well. <laughs> right, we went through hard times of Assassin's School together. We're sisters. Yes. So who is David Harbour playing? I'm not sure, but it's Red Guardian. It's supposed to be the Russian Captain America. Doesn't he say dad? She says dad in the trailer? No. I think she does, man. She doesn't say that. Or the sister says dad. No. He says, you got fat. Dad. <laughs> All right, so we have some debates about this. Uh, okay, so I, I when I watched the trailer, I thought this is her real-life sister and her dad. I'm not even sure if the time or ages work out properly for that. Yeah. So either way, David I love David that. Harbour, so I'm happy he's in it no matter what he's playing or what, what his relationship is with the, the Black Widow. What I've heard a lot of people saying is, why should we care? Like, spoilers for other Marvel movies, of course. Um, like, she's dead already. Why should we care what happens? I've, I've seen some of that, and that, I thought that was dumb. Yeah, that seems silly. We'll care if it's an interesting story. It's already an interesting character. We'll yeah. care if it's well done, but so because somebody's dead, they're not, they don't, you know, we don't watch a movie about them? Yeah. That seems to limit most of his history. <laughs> But I was wondering, will anything happen in this movie that, like, widely affects the rest of the MCU? Like, will the blonde one, I can't remember the name of, but the one she calls sister, like, become, like, a new Black Widow or something? Oh, yeah, that that could be interesting. Will it send things into motion that will pay off later? Yeah, I would tend to doubt that just because of, you know, what, we, what happened with Endgame. But maybe... Yeah. Or maybe an end credit scene might do that. They were all scrolls. The what? They were all scrolls <laughs> from the very beginning. <laughs> there we go, exactly. Um, anything else cool about the trailer you thought? I mean, the action scenes look pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Like, she, like there's lots of jumping off things, <laughs> you know, and shooting things. And But it looked, it looked, I thought it looked good. Oh, yeah, it looked great. I'm very, very, not really... Like, up to my hype level for the movie. All right, nice. So this comes out May 2020. Yes. Outstanding. All right, what and other trailers? do? decade. And a new decade. What other trailers did we see? All right, since we're on, like, the area of, like, espionage, let's do No Time to Die. All right, the No Time to Die. This James Bond movie. That's right. So Daniel Craig still playing James Bond. Um, this looks pretty cool. He's aging. You know, so we got those issues to play with. Uh, looks like he might fall in love. <laughs> Maybe oh, he gives really? it up or gave it up. Looks like that, yeah. Uh, I thought visually, I thought this looked really, really cool. I don't know. I, I only saw Spectre. Have you seen the other modern James Bond movies? Because, like, there was this moment where, like, don't get shocked or something. And then he sees this person. And it's like, wow, shock. The last one was really awful. Every other one with him has been great. And it's also well, been... What I've heard, it's like a good, bad, good, bad. Well, I think you've heard it incorrectly. Like Casino Royale, and there was a bad one, and there was Skyfall, and then there was a bad one. Yeah, I would disagree. I think just the last one was bad. Uh, I've enjoyed the rest of them a lot. Uh, I do Skyfall, I think, stands above, you know, almost all of them to me. And I thought that was a really, really great film. Uh, what I like about Daniel Craig and what they at least were doing with him in the previous ones as his character was actually going through internal conflict. Normally in the James Bonds of old, with Sean Connery and you know Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton and that whole, all of those, uh, what you saw 
George Lazenby as well, uh, a character who had no internal conflict and it was just a flat character. There was no growth or character arc, which was fine for the James Bond genre and style of film. But it's much deeper and richer when you have a protagonist that actually does have an inner life and is battling himself and having a journey and an arc. So I'm hoping, and it looks like from the trailer, that there will be something like that, as well as all the cool stunts and beautiful places and beautiful people. Uh, so I'm excited about, I think I'm excited about the James Bond one more than Black Widow, which surprises no, me a little no, bit. Don't. That's a lot. <laughs> I, based you're on tricking, the, you're tricking yourself. Based on the trailers, I would say so. I thought that was a great trailer. Oh yeah, it was. It was really good. I like um what I can't remember anyone's name, but the person who's going to be playing the villain, who is Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. That is uh Ramit. No, Ramit. Rami Malek. Rami Malek. That's right. So yeah, a little. He looked. I like cr- the way his mask looked. It looked very intimidating. Like him standing over the lake. I thought that was really like, greatly like shot in the way it yeah you've been really noticing cinematography lately i think you're going to love the cinematography in that movie just from the trailer it looks beautiful the way it was shot uh, so i think that'll be cool uh there was a little bit of controversy about this or not controversy it was actually a celebration about this because they announced that an african-american woman is playing 007 and some people were like oh my god she can't play james bond you know she's not playing james bond she's playing another double o agent you know has a license to kill which and that's pretty cool too um, I think so. It'll be curious to see their dynamic um, in the film. Crazy, a black person can't play Ariel. What? Fictional creature. Why does it matter? Yeah, it's silly. Uh, all right, what other trailer do we want to talk about? Um, let's do new, uh, Free Guy. Free Guy. Free Guy. All right, this is the very definition of a high concept movie. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Uh, explain it. So a high concept film is where the setup of it is so uh, kind of big and large and hopefully unique that once you say the setup, you kind of know the movie. And this setup is basically what would happen if in a video game, an NPC, which stands for? Non-playable character. Non-playable character. So NPC. I said him. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, NPC. What if that person? What if that you know non-playable character in a video game all of a sudden became conscious and then could control themselves? So that's you were basically were in a video game, and hijinks follow. So that's it's really high concept, and it could be great. It could be horrible to me. I just just depends on the execution, right, and the writing and the yeah. directing. Yeah. But the uh, setups, that's a great setup, right? When I watched the trailer, I had literally no idea what I was watching. And I think I said that it got me less excited for the movie. But I think it's because just seeing like one poster, I expected it to be something different than it was in the trailer. But like fully expecting and knowing what the movie is going to be. Or at least part of what the movie is going to be. I, I, the trailer then, I liked the trailer much more. I think it's my least favorite trailer out of the ones we've watched. Yeah, probably. Is that are you debating or rating the trailer or the movie that is going to that is representing, or both? When you say that, I think I don't think I'm representing both. Although, worst trailer and worst movie seem I think collide with that one. Okay, so yeah, there's some cool moments in the trailer though. You know, we see his everyday life. You know, it's funny because these other NPCs are interacting with each other, basically completely not completely ignoring. 
But like all around them is just like you know very much over the top violence that you see in these video games, like and they're just that. like, oh hey, it's Monday, you know what, you know whatever. This is just what we do, and then eventually he starts to react to things differently than he's supposed to. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, it could be really funny. Uh, who's the lead? Who plays the NPC? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. So he's got you know comic chops, action chops. Yeah, it seems great, except for that Six Underground movie. What was that? I don't know. I didn't see it, so it's hard for me to comment. No, no, we didn't see it, but that poster that looked awful. Yeah, that that didn't look like a great poster to me, or it didn't, didn't appeal to me. Um, so, yeah, so I think we'll probably see this movie, but we probably I probably won't be excited to go see it. You think and, they're going to go, like, Lego movie, like, out of the video game? Because Taiki Watiti and... Uh, the person who plays Steve in Stranger Things, they didn't seem like they were in the game. They looked like they were like out of the game developers of the game. Oh, you know what? I didn't even really. I I, I noticed uh, one of them. I didn't notice. I didn't notice Steve from Stranger Things in it. He's in like one frame. Okay, uh, that's a good. Yeah, maybe. What do you think? Probably right. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be like. Maybe they maybe they don't, but I think it'd be cool if they explained like how the NPC the NPC like became sentient. Like, right. So video game players are gonna love, probably love this movie uh, because they're going to get all the inside jokes, you know, and little uh, Easter eggs. And I but I wonder if it'll translate to non gamers, but probably it'll translate to us. Yeah. True. True. All right. What other what other trailer? Um, let's do the Outsider. All right, The Outsider is a Stephen King novel, but it's going to be an HBO series, and we saw the trailer for that. And you know, I don't know; I have not read the book and don't know much about it. I know Justin Bateman looks like he plays the lead, who may or may not have committed a crime. And we have uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, I love. Yeah, me too. Uh, talented actor you've seen in Rogue One and lots of other things. Um, and it appears that he's probably a detective, uh, you know, charged with this crime. And then there's this African-American young lady who, like, it, it intimates that she may have some special powers, some psychic powers, perhaps. And there maybe we're talking about two different universes. You know, they're wondering how uh, Justin Bateman could be in two places at once. I don't know. Peggy's read it and really liked that book. I think I'm going to try to read this one. This series starts the second or third week of January. I might read it, too. Yeah. We'll see how big and beefy it is, because I was planning on reading It, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't think it's as big as It, but his his stuff is almost always pretty pretty thick. <laughs> so, we'll uh, maybe we'll see and try to tackle that. I have a feeling it's going to be TVMA, and I think we're dealing with, like, dead kids and violence and things like that, so I'm not sure it's going to be appropriate for you to watch, but it might be. We can read the book and see, you know, see what we think. So, But I'm excited. If we need a new... I feel like our shows are all scattered. We need another show to, for us all to watch, oh. and that would be kind of fun to do uh, if, if it's appropriate. Gonna have us. What's that again? Till whenever, like April or whenever the air first shows end. True. Yeah. All right. So we're, maybe we don't need another show. And that's five shows a week, and then when Legends comes back, it's gonna be six shows a week. Yeah. Or maybe Black Lightning ends around the same time Legends starts. I don't know. So we're busy. <laughs> Basically, our TV lineup is maybe already filled. 
Uh, was there another trailer that we saw? Yes, there was. A Wonder Woman 1984 that uh, came out today. That's right. Well, so what did you think about that? Um, I thought it was really good. I liked the feel of the movie. I have literally no idea about the comics when it comes to Wonder Woman. I know that Kristen Wiig is playing Cheetah or Cheetah. Okay. And... So I don't I no know much about her. Villain was like set up to be, like I have, I have no idea who that is. Maybe Cheetah, right? Or Cheetah? Is she or is she a good person? Uh, no, 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 she's not. But All right, so maybe she's a villain. But they shot the other guy more like a villain. Which other guy? You know the the good looking brown like fake looking. Where he was in the hallway. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, I was still struck by so it takes place in 1984. You have a lot of Stranger Things type nostalgia, 80s nostalgia going on. I'm kind of done with that. I'm not excited about I'm that. Not done with that. I'm, I'm, uh, good. I was excited when I saw that. Good. I'm kind of rolling my eyes. Uh, well, speaking of 80s nostalgia, I just want to throw this in there. Kind of quick sidebar. They released some pictures for, and I think we're getting a trailer soon. For Ghostbusters, for the new Ghostbusters 2020 movie, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it looked cool. We got to see the Ecto. Um, so who's in that? What's the storyline of that? I honestly have no idea. It's like kids, though. Wait, what do you mean? It's a kids movie, or is it like kids playing it's the kids playing the lead role? Like, like how old kids? I'm not pretty sure, but like Stranger Things old. Ugh. <laughs> so do it doesn't. Well, if they do it great, and then it'll be great. <laughs> but it doesn't sound oh, oh, okay, exciting to me. Cool stuff. Um, hey, released like taglines of the movie could have been. What if it was Ghostbusters ready to bust? I don't get it. One of the uh, so the movie is going to be called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, ready to bust. Ghostbusters ready to bust. Yeah. Why do we need another Ghostbusters at all? Because we got a milk franchise. Nothing's allowed to be new anymore. Greed, 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 greed. I hate Nothing it. Nothing is allowed to be new. We have to remember old things. And it's, you know what? It's your fault. You run things now. You're doing what you're nostalgic. I know. It's all, it's my fault. Yes, it's all your fault. Uh, so hopefully I made a good decision with this, doing this movie. Yes. We'll see. Uh, all right. So you've already said you're the one you're most excited about is, is Black Widow. What's number two that you're excited well, hold on. about? We didn't finish Wonder Woman. I sidebarred. Oh, okay. We'll keep going. Um, you're about to talk about. You're talking about eighties nostalgia. And I think you're about to bring up Steve Trevor. Yes. So in the first Wonder Woman movie, uh, Steve Trevor dies, saving the day. He's a hero. And in this movie, it looks like he appears. And I'm not sure if it's like you know she's remembering him, and so they're visualizing that, or if he's actually. Uh, here, but it appears uh, based on a couple of different scenes that he might just all of a sudden be now in 1984 and alive, which I'm curious how they're going to pull that off. But it's a comic book movie, so it could be just comic book reasons, I hope as we'd like to say. She's seeing visions of him because, I don't know, I want stakes, and I feel like having some crazy, magical Lazarus Pit way to yeah, if you can always come back, back, it doesn't matter. What are the, what are the stakes? Yeah. You know, I had a problem with that, too, in the whole Black Widow trailer. There's a scene of uh, Natasha Romanoff fighting with her sister, 
and they're really going at it. Like there's, you know, they got knives. You know, these aren't like training knives. And so, are they really just going to kill each other? You know, is that like what they're doing? Like sister fighting, and they're going to stop. I know, but it's it's this shows our camaraderie and our good skill at fighting, right? And we're even, and blah blah. blah. I get all that, but like, it's so unrealistic that it just kind of kind of destroys me a little window. bit. What's that? One of their legs goes like breaks glass, and then like Natasha grabs a staple, or that doesn't seem like play fighting. Exactly. So that's kind of my point. Like so. You know, very easily one of them could have died, and then I guess we wouldn't have had the same movie. <laughs> you know, but happened that luckily they defended every single shot that was lethal. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, I don't uh, know. It just it immediately was like, eh. Back to Black Widow. For took a me second. out of it. I'm excited to see Taskmaster as the villain. I don't know anything about Taskmaster. My guess is nobody listening to this does either. So tell me a little bit. Um, he first appeared as like an Avengers comic book villain, who kind of can like copy the skills of others. It's like kind of similar to the Natasha and the sister fighting. It's like if you do a crazy cool move, he can see it and immediately be like, oh, I can use that crazy cool move now. Oh, okay. Your skill is mine. How does he, is that like a supernatural thing that he's able to do that? Or is he I just like a, the so. best quick really learner ever? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. His name know. sounds like he's like somebody's middle manager. Like at a bad <laughs> office job. Taskmaster. Task, oh my gosh, it's Taskmaster again. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right, well, that could be cool. That could be fun to see those skills in action, you know, see them pick up the skills and use them, and then they find a way to trick them somehow yeah. using that. All right, back to Wonder Woman. But back to Wonder Woman. All right, so we got this Trevor. Steve Trevor's back, yeah. possibly. Uh, Wonder Woman looks like she's being interviewed or at least having, like, a mentor conversation with Kristen Wiig. It's right? going to go all evil at some point. Yeah, who's going to turn into this other kind of superpower character. You can already see the jealousy there and see how it might foment. Um, what else do you want to say about it? There's um, some cool visuals in that too. In the trailer, oh there yeah. was some really cool visuals. I uh, liked when they were like running down those poles, like probably back on their home island. Is what that looked like I to like me. The jumping into the middle of the mall, kind of Starcourt esque. Yeah, see that that didn't that 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 was part of the eye rolling to me. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna have a big fight in a mall. Like, okay. Great. <laughs> that didn't excite me. The mall movie take. <laughs> Gal Gadot looked amazing, and she's really talented, so I'm sure she'll be great in it. Um, who was... By the way, I want to say Kristen Wiig playing Cheetah. Like, when the first Wonder Woman movie came out, the only Wonder Woman villain I knew was Cheetah. Okay, and really? I think that's still... If the movies had not come out, the only Wonder Woman villain I would have known would still be Cheetah. I know she was in that Super Friends show that I used to watch as a kid, but I just don't remember anything about her. Well, she looked like Cat's trailer, like Tiger-esque. They changed that. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Oh, really? We got to see the Cat's movie, too. Maybe well, of course. Mom. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm... Do you want to say anything else about the uh, Wonder Woman movie? No, I think that's good. When does that come? It's coming. That's July, two thousand twenty. Um, I'm remembering that correctly. I I don't remember. Sometime twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let me go back to that question then. So Black Widow is the one you're most excited about. Let's just rank them in order, and you can do again either the trailer or the actual movie uh, that it represents that you're excited about. Or I mean, this possibly could be the same thing. I don't know. Um, trailer. Goodness, I'd probably put number one, Black Widow. Okay. Number two, No Time to Die. 
number three, um, Outsider. Number four, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty-four, and number five, Free Guy. Okay. And movies, Free Guy would still be the bottom. Black Widow, number one. Wonder Woman, number two. Um, the Outsider, number three. No Time to Die, number four. Okay. Just for my excitement for the movie. Not how good I expect the movie to be. Just my excitement for the movie. Right. And I wonder if it's even fair because The Outsider is a you know going to be a TV show. So it's a little bit of a different kind of trailer. Uh, they're, they're fairly similar to the movie ones, too. Uh, based on the trailers themselves, like the best trailers, I thought... The uh, I thought No Time to Die was a really great trailer. I thought the Black Widow trailer was great. I thought the Outsiders trailer was great. And I thought um, the Wonder Woman trailer was was good. And I thought the, um, the Free Guy trailer was good. Especially, actually, and I didn't say this earlier, but that moment where he dons the glasses that kind of allow him to see the video game mode playing versus taking those on and off. Like that's going to be a fun, that's going to be a fun thing again to see happens. Yeah. Um, and they have, you're right. No, they have to go back into the real world too. Otherwise, like how are they going to, how's there going to be a bigger theme or lesson if they don't do that? Yeah, and also can, can NPCs die? Because they, like it says they get shot at and run over all the time and they're still there. Yeah, so I don't know. Is there going to be any stakes for Guy? I think there has to be. Otherwise, nobody's going to care. But I don't know what the I don't know how they're going to arrange the rules of the universe to make it where that exists and that happens. But we'll see. So in the movies, I'm so in order. I'm probably most excited about the James Bond. Uh, next, excited about Black really? Widow. I think you're still tricking yourself. We got a Marvel movie and like a supposed to be good DC movie. Yeah, I mean, that's true. We'll see. I'm excited about all of Quite frankly, honestly, I'm excited about all of them except for the Free Guy movie. Because also, I feel like Ryan Reynolds is... I don't know if he can do anything but kind of what he does with the Deadpool kind of thing. Based also on that little scene we saw... What was the cameo in? Some movie? Oh. The... Um, Godly, Hank, what was it? We, yes, 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 Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like it might be the same thing again, and it's it's enjoyable, but I don't, you know, I don't need to see it a lot. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's a good group of trailers, though. I think it's getting fun. All right. So, what are you reading? You know, I am I am in between. Of books right now. I, I finished The Name of the Wind, which I read for the second time, which again, I think is just one of the best books I've ever read. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, highly recommend. It's by Patrick Rothfuss. And I'm reading some stuff for some like work projects, but I don't have another fun book that I'm reading just yet. So I'm looking. I may start The Outsiders. I'm still reading Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm basically at the same spot I haven't read in a while. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you've been busy too. So, all right. So, I think that uh, anything else to say for this episode? No, I don't think so. All right, this is fun. I like. Let's do some more trailers. I like. I like this kind of uh, format and commenting on them. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. 
And um, if you guys are excited about a trailer or any of the ones we mentioned or want us to look at another one, please just shoot us an email at info at pineconeturkey.com and we will check it out. Uh, anything else, Hank Owl? No. All right. Until we meet again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. Our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Cerzier and Antoine Durand. The show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com, where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts and sign up for the Flock email. Twice a month newsletter delivers a short film, poetry, short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening.